0: And this is part two of Sticking Points by Hayden Shaw, talking about generational strategies. The first six sticking points we talked about were communication, decision making, dress code, feedback, fun at work, and knowledge transfer. And in this session, we'll talk about the last six sticking points to really give you an idea and some strategies on how you can include each generation at work, which increases teamwork and increases productivity, and of course, increases engagement as well. And the seventh area of difference that Hayden Shaw talks about in his book is loyalty. Traditionalists look at loyalty as longevity equals integrity. Baby boomers sometimes just need to go Maybe they're, they're, they have a time in mind or they feel like it's been long enough. Generation X, if you want to get promoted, sometimes you have to leave. And millennials keep changing until they find what they like. They don't stop looking. And, and what research tells us in the current job market is 57% of people that are currently employed are looking for a better job. So some strategies you can use some strategies you can use regarding loyalty and differences in loyalty is acknowledge that loyalty means different things to different generations appreciate that people are searching for development and security and loyalty is not their priority flex and adjust to keep great people because the cost of turnover is getting higher and higher leverage surveys and discussions to monitor what generations need and try to resolve tensions by listening to all generations and offering them something unique and compelling. Listening could be compelling enough. The next area that could cause dysfunction in generations are meetings. Traditionalists don't like a lot of meetings. Typically their boss would lead the discussion. Baby boomers meetings are the main source of information and networking opportunities. Generation X, easily distracted with unproductive meetings or discussions. And Millennials, meetings have to be entertaining and interactive. Now some strategies to improve meetings or better, uh, have better engaging meetings is acknowledge each generation wants something different from a meeting. Appreciate that all generations want to connect. Ensure this connection starts before the meeting begins and continues during and after the meeting ends. Flex the content to be summarized and encourage conversation. Leverage each generation to take a role in every meeting. Each generation has something to offer. Resolve meeting anxiety by having some one-on-one meetings prior to seeing the big group. The ninth sticking point is policies, where traditionalists pretty much go on what they're told. Baby boomers believe procedures keep things fair. Generation Xers' rules can be broken, and millennials' rules are suggestions, and maybe they already know what they think they need to know. And again, these aren't hard, fast rules, and they're not the same for every millennial, they're not the same for every Generation Xer, but it's something to keep in mind as you're engaging people. Some strategies to think about in regards to policies is acknowledge that policies cannot conform all generations. Appreciate that each generation will respond to structure differently. Relate the purpose of each generation to be effective. Flex beyond top-down management. Lead from the middle, where all generations can be heard and realized. Help them understand the business condition that needs to be solved to make all generations part of the solution. Leverage respect in the form of including all generations in the process. While they may not always agree, they'll know they've been heard and that's really critical. And try to resolve differences by showing all generations how your organization will move forward. Policies seldom contribute to to your success, but people do. Now the 10th sticking point is respect. Where traditionalists may find their own place in terms of respect, Baby boomers feel like they need to move up in order to get respect. Generation Xers thinks respect is earned. And millennials will respect you if you take them seriously. Some strategies as it relates to improving respect or getting all generations to understand and apply respect is acknowledge that respect has stereotypes associated by each generation. Appreciate that respect is defined at home and who they know, not just at work. Flex your own stereotypes of respect towards accepting the differences of other generations. You can't grow without taking something new. Leverage purpose or meaning behind generational differences before suggesting change. And then try to resolve things by increasing proportionality to the understanding of generational differences meaning that you'll have to ask and understand what respect means to different generations. And sometimes you may have to observe that interaction of how people build respect. We also learned in our listening uh, podcast, where we talked about the trusted advisory equation, how respect can be measured quantitatively. And we can use those four aspects of the relationship, credibility, reliability, intimacy, and self-orientation as ways to measure trust and improve trust between each other. Well, the 11th sticking point is training. Some traditionalists think hard knocks is their teacher. Baby boomers think of training as a treat. Generation Xers thinks that training could bring them job security. And millennials, they think, you know, or some of them think without training, they're out of there. They don't want to be in an organization that doesn't train and invest in their people. Well, some strategies to think about when improving a training to include uh, more generations. Acknowledge that generations will approach training differently. Appreciate that all generations want to learn. Rise up to the challenge of providing training that is engaging for all generations. Flex your training offerings to appeal to different generations. They don't have to be the same. And leverage generational preferences when it comes to leaving their work area and meeting in a room with other generations. Try to resolve training differences with a variety of presentation styles and incentives. And the last sticking point is work ethic where traditionalists believe the more hours I work, the better work ethic I have. Baby boomers can think what I can't finish at work, I take home. Generation Xers think the more I can get done at work, the better. And millennials may think, look, I've got stuff to do. Work can get done anywhere or anytime. Strategies to reduce the differences in work ethics should include acknowledging tensions behind working with time constraints and managing expectations of productivity. We should appreciate work-life balance and how it's defined in different ways, but is universally sought after. We may want to flex our focus on results, not just time worked, but incorporate flexible work schedules for all generations. We may leverage the strengths of each generation to achieve more results and get more rewards. And we can try to resolve these differences by incorporating the differences in each generation of strengths towards productivity and results. Again, if you have ideas or questions on these topics, you can engage us in social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S. Provide us your questions or concerns. And we can dedicate a podcast just for you and answer some of those questions for you. Well, we appreciate you listening today. This is the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. We look forward to listening to you in the future and hope you have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, Intellectual Property of Hunger for Success, All Rights Reserved, 2018.